0: Hi, I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken Strength Under Control. Welcome back. You know, we are still spotlighting and honoring women for Women's History Month. And as I wind down this month again, you know, I just thought it would be cool and unique to spotlight women who were making moves that aren't really being talked about in the classrooms that your children may be in. But the most important history book there is, is the Bible. And so they're making moves for God's kingdom, God's glory. And so I just thank you for just tuning in and, and just joining, you know, me for, as I spotlight these women for women's history month. And so you know tonight i have a caller a special guest rather um who i feel is making moves and doing you know a tremendous thing here for the kingdom and so you know honestly i have just i'm i'm honored and and privileged to be a part of what this individual is actually doing and so you know Again, um, I'm honored. I'm spotlighting women for Women's History Month, and as soon as my guests get on the line, I'm going to tap her in, and we're gonna go ahead and do it. Hold on for just one second. Okay, everyone, the guest that I have tonight is actually my sister. Um, she just started a nonprofit organization. Angel, can you go ahead and introduce yourself
1: to the people? Hello, good people. My name is Angel Morris. I am a believer and entrepreneur. I am a, a stylist, and I am now the founder of a nonprofit called More Than My Pretty Face.
0: Well, amen. So now, ideally, um, you know, this would have probably, I probably would have had some questions for you. But what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to open up the floor for you to talk a little bit about your organization. What was the vision behind it? What was your heart behind it? You know, um, who will it benefit? Just kind of just tell, talk to the people and tell them, Um, about what your organization will
1: will be about? So More Than My Pretty Face Incorporated was built around the theme that um, women are more than their pretty face. And I can remember um, being in relationships where, excuse me, one in particular where a guy told me, just be pretty. Because he was not used to dealing with a woman who, you know, enjoy learning things and having lots of information or learning new skill sets or um, probably just knowing more than he did. but. I just think for our young women, um, the purpose of it is to motivate, encourage, and inspire our next generation of young women to help them to become confident contributors and leaders in the community. Um, Giving them skills that uh, I wish that someone had given me much earlier in life, um, from communication, to problem solving, to um, uh, mediation, Um, shoot, even just meditation, being able to know, and it's all through the lens of self-awareness. You know, self-awareness is something that 95% of the world thinks that they are self-aware when really truthfully only about 10 or 15% of us, excuse me, are actually self-aware of, you know, our attitudes, our behaviors, our presence, um, what we bring into a room and what we leave out of a room. So or leave in a room when we exit. So um, it really is just helping them to get to know who they are, helping them to navigate through their feelings and emotions. Um, and once I what, I believe that once they can really truly know who they are and build on that foundation that they will be able to identify themselves in other relationships. So, <clears throat> you know, self-awareness is just that thing. Um, that helps you to understand who you are. You know, it empowers you to make the changes to build in the areas where you're strong, but also to make the improvements where they're needed as well.
0: Wow. Now that's interesting because again, you know, we grew up in a time and an era where um, there were certain things. The generation today is much more different than our generation was. And Mm -hmm you know, there was a lot of different things that we, for lack of better terms, didn't really wasn't taught correctly. Right. There were certain things that we were taught. um, But then there were other things that were just not correctly conveyed to us. And so yeah,
1: there was a lot of learned behavior. And I always say learned behavior can be unlearned, you know, if it was taught to you, if it was showed to you, and you adapted and adjusted to it, it can be unlearned. It can be changed. Um, I actually put up a post today about um, if you ever find yourself going in the wrong direction, and that direction doesn't necessarily have to be a physical travel. It could be a mental or emotional or spiritual travel. Um, If you find yourself going in the wrong direction, simply make a U-turn you know and having the ability to change your mind is one of the biggest assets that a lot of people do not use they just don't use that ability it's like sometimes you know i say a made mind is a made mind but if you're willing if you want to be better then you have to be willing to make some some changes and so um, i had kind of come up with these these uh uh our words and I'd like to share them if you don't mind okay um, <clears throat> excuse me I'm just gonna pull them up here but so when you make that read that that U turn um, you are going to first are replace I'm sorry reflect which means you're gonna reflect on past behaviors and attitudes Um, That possibly did not give you a favorable outcome. You know, what did it cause? And then you're going to replace it. You're going to replace them with new perspectives and ideas. And after you do that, you can reset, which basically just means to invite new lines of thinking, you know, find a new perspective. And then you want to reconnect which means you'll look for opportunities to use your your outlook. You know, you may even decide to go back and revisit a situation now that you have a new outlook on it and either, you know, make corrections or at least say, hey, you know what, my opinion or my thought process on that has changed. And then after that, you're going to repeat. And basically, you're going to, you know, when faced with old ways, you just create new ones. And so you begin to look at other areas of your life and where you might need a new perspective. And you just follow these same these same steps. So you have reflect, replace, reset, reconnect and then repeat.
0: So how would this fit into the program? Speak a little bit about the program that you are going to offer? I mean, the age range
1: and so our age range is 13 to 18. Um, I think eventually I will go a little younger. Um, and I chose this age because it's still a very, um, impressionable age range, um, where these girls are really looking for someone to trust with the decisions that they're making in life. And how these things of being aware and changing your mind helps them to understand that as they grow, they don't have to always adapt to their environment, that they can make changes, that they have free choice to change their mind about something, even if they find that they've gone too deep in a situation that they have the ability to turn around if they're faced with a situation that's uncomfortable to them. Um, So through the program, um, it's not just self-awareness, but the girls will also get other tools like self-defense, because some of them will be going off into college. And so we want them to know how to protect themselves and, and through it, so we basically have the program broke down in four different sets. And so the first one, of course, is all about them. It's helping them to understand who they are at this place and stage in their life. And then after that, in between each class, they will have a workshop, which will be a hands-on where someone will come in and they'll have panel discussion with professionals. The second session will be health and it's everything health mental emotional physical sexual you know that was a big thing growing up um and then during that workshop we will have professionals come in and teach them about their bodies and hygiene and how to self-care with mind body and spirit um and just their whole like well-being from head to toe and inside and out um the next would be entrepreneurship in which they'll get, they'll be, they'll, they'll be shown other professions because there's so many things and opportunities in the world. And I just, I want them to take their creative minds and their talents and know that they can create anything that they want to do, that it's not just your standard corporate America or apparel business. Um, and so I just want them to really tap into what they really find fulfillment in. Um, and then the last part is financial literacy. Financial literacy is a huge key. Um, it's something that I believe is not taught enough in the schools. Um, and it can just help set them up better that when they get to, you know, their forties or fifties, and they're talking about retirement, that they don't have to wait till they're 60 or 70 years old to retire, that they might decide if I do what I need to do right now at 18, I could possibly retire by the time I'm 45 and still live a great life. So I'm really excited about a lot of the different tools and things that we'll be using to um, teach and motivate them, a lot of the activities. Um, And it's a safe place. So we are looking for... Um, volunteers. If you feel like you have information that um, is beneficial and what, you know, we'd love to hear from you that you can come and set up a time and we can just see where you fit in the program and when it would be a great time for you to come and speak to the ladies.
0: Okay. So I like the idea um, that you have it broken down in those four different uh, capacities because, again, each area is very pertinent and important to their lives. Um, And they will have to utilize what they've learned at some point in their life. So what, how did you even come up with the idea of doing something like this?
1: So, um, I have been a youth leader in some capacity for the last two decades. Um, I have led teen talks and youth groups for a long time and I just love the young people. Um, I love hearing them. I love helping them. I love tapping into their creative minds and <clears throat> excuse me, the most rewarding thing um, is seeing their light bulb come on when they get it, when they realize that they are in control. Um, I recently had a young girl, and also because, you know, in the today's society, our young women are measuring themselves up against everyone but their best self. You know, they are in constant competition with everyone except themselves. And so um, I want them to really be, again, to tap into, you know, who they are and what they have to offer, that they're great. And so I'm going to tell you two um, short testimonials. One, I have a young girl um, and I have never seen a generation that is so medicated. Um, this just suffering from, low self-esteem depression and anxiety which you know will usually lead to low self-respect and you know i told my one young girl i'm like you know you can change your mind about how you're going to let this affect you and how you're going to react to this are you going to let this have you down for the next week or two or what are you going to do about it especially when you know trying to get them to understand what's theirs to carry and what isn't. And it just made me feel so good. I called her one day just to check on her. And I was like, hey, like, you know, how are you feeling? And she's like, today was a good day. And I was like, really? Tell me, you know, what's going on? And she was like, I had a good day because I decided that I was not going to keep letting the situation with my family to bring me down and make me sad. I decided today was gonna be a good day and I was gonna let them handle their own stuff. And just the fact that she made the decision to say, I'm not gonna carry their weight today, um, was so amazing. And then earlier today, I had another young lady that um, over at a culinary school where I do life coaching and, She just sat in the office and she cried and she said, I've never had anyone speak into my life that made me believe that I'm better than I am and that I can do anything and that I'm a good person. She said, you know, you coming here and speaking to us has really changed my life. And I just sat there in like, such awe, like, trying to be strong, but it just melted my heart because, again, this is why the program is so important. This is a, 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 a 30-year-old woman who, for the first time in her life, is realizing that she's worth it and that someone believes in her and that someone sees how amazing she is, but that she's taking the necessary steps to feel that way about herself because she's never felt that way about herself before. And so it just was, um, it just was so awesome. And I was just so thankful to God to, to be able to just allow me to do that, to allow me to be in that space, um, to be that person, to be able to bring that type of energy to them I think that is definitely
0: phenomenal it's so awesome to hear um, that it's a range here because you have someone that's clearly an adult and then you have someone else who may be a young a, a younger adult or almost adult who have almost similar experiences because basically one decided to put down something that didn't belong to her. And then the other one decided to pick up what was given and use it in a positive way that she felt she began to look at herself differently. And so with that, I think that the young women today truly are just dealing with so many different issues that, you know, we didn't really have to deal with in our generation. Um, because we had grandmama in them, we had aunties in them, and we learned a lot of different things that these kids today don't even have the opportunity to experience in that capacity because, like you said, they're in competition with their peers, people who are not their peers. Um, They're being told and looked at certain ways when they don't conform or confine to what everybody else is doing. And so they feel some type of way when they decide that they're not going to follow the pack, but they're going to lead, you know? And so I think that this is an opportunity for a lot of young women to see who God really created them to be. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made and he don't make any mistakes. And so each one of them are unique in their own way and so you helping them discover their uniqueness is
1: simply phenomenal so yeah you know i know <clears throat> growing up we did have um we did have those aunties and grandmothers um and i know even though we grew up kind of you know in the same space I still think it was just a little different, you know, I think that we were guarded and shielded from some things. And like, we were told some stuff. um, But I think that where I want to get to the heart of it with the girls is, I don't want to just tell them stuff. I want to help them to work through it. <clears throat> I want them to understand why. You know, I can remember growing up and all we ever were told was, you better not get pregnant. And my thing was, was, okay, how do I not get pregnant? Why should I, you know, how do I protect myself? How about you tell me why I shouldn't even be having sex in the first place or what it does to me emotionally or physically or what my body will go through you know, once I start having sex, you know? And so these are the the transparencies that I believe that the young women need. And, you know, I did a questionnaire with my girls that I read that I have now in my youth group through the church to find out what are some of the things that you wish that your parents were talking to you more about? What is, you know, what are your questions? And hands down, the majority of the responses was sexual health. How do I protect myself? What are my options for this? And then they're still not understanding the emotional, <clears throat> um, the emotional connection. You know, I have grown women in in that I serve every day. That are still traumatized in that area where you know they grew up a certain way and they're still trying to navigate that now. And they're married and they're still trying to figure out, like, is it okay for me to have this type of intimacy with my husband because they were made to feel a particular way about it? And so, I just want to be to make sure that the information is available. You know, we wanna we wanna help them where also like through the self-awareness, it'll help them to increase and have a more positive mindset. It'll help them to adjust their attitudes and maybe some negative behaviors. You know, it'll help them with their interpersonal skills, understanding healthy relationships, you know, not just relationship like Um, you know, a girlfriend, boyfriend, or husband and wife, but relationships with their parents, you know, opening the lines of communication, there. relationships on their jobs, um, making sure that they know how to communicate what they're trying to say and how they're feeling properly, Um, help them to improve their decision-making skills, encourage emotional literacy and how to take self-control and just equip them, you know, to be leaders and just a well-rounded, um, young woman into an adult woman, um, period, you know? So I just, I just feel like there's a lot of things that I experienced in life that I wish that I had a little bit more information on and was exposed to prior to having that life experience. And I know we can't protect them from everything, but we can't equip them to handle it when it comes.
0: That's absolutely correct. Um, Because life itself will teach them a whole lot of different things. And ultimately, the thing that they will get to learn is, is that, hey, you're giving me some real life applications here that I can apply to my life daily so that I can make the best possible decisions daily. And I think that even that in itself is worth millions of dollars for that, for that much. If you had to put a price on it, it would be worth millions because at the end of the day, you know, I think that growing up, if I had learned about real life applications, some things that would have helped me make the best possible decisions growing up there are certain things I probably would have avoided versus having to learn the hard way in most cases where some are just going to have that's the that's the way they're going to have to learn it's the hard way even though that is not the goal or the desire that they do but right. at the same time some some people it's just like that for them and so, yeah, I this think- is true.
1: <clears throat> but I think sometimes, um, you know, I, I consider it, I consider us as mentors. We're more like guardrails and not stop signs. And so, a stop sign sometimes for a strong-willed um, youth can end up in disaster because it can it can cause them to take a halt or to crash into. You know, they're gonna always be trying to get through it. But a guard us as guardrails, we just kind of help guide them around these curves, you know, when you think about like, you know, going through a mountain and the hills and the valleys. You know, we're like, we're that guardrail that can help safely guard them around to navigate through these different areas. Um, and, you know, that's, <clears throat> that's the easiest way that I can explain our role. You know, we're really, we're here to support them. Um, but the biggest thing is that I want to be able to help them to communicate so that, because, you know, yep, we'll be there, but they're going to need to know how to express themselves in a manner to where their parents or coworkers or bosses can understand exactly and that they're, they're not reacting, but being proactive, So, um, yeah. Well, I think it's kind of interesting
0: because again, um, they're going to be given real life tools and resources that they can apply daily. Um, and I honestly believe that in that they will have an opportunity to teach their parents something.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, You know, because you do have a lot of adult women who are struggling in certain areas of their life for a lack of better terms, because they didn't get certain things that they needed. And now they're adults and life in itself is already difficult. Mm hmm. And can be very challenging at times and so ideally nobody wants to maneuver in their life creating more difficulties and more challenges for themselves because it's already difficult as it is so i think that honestly that this is going to be a very good organization for young women who are coming of age and getting them prepared for adulthood because, and it's, and I think it's good that they will have a safe place, that this will be an outlet because, you know, any more now, you don't know the difference in between who's the kid and who's the parent. Truth. Because the parents are starting to trying to look more like the kids and the kids are trying to look more like the parents. And so, right. no, They need an opportunity to just grow and evolve in the stages that they're, that they should be allowed to grow and evolve in.
1: Right. I also, you know, I try to tell parents, you know, parents were quick to say, well, I ain't your friend or, you know, whatever, but excuse me. I tell parents a lot of times, sometimes you need to be that friend because even as a friend, you know, when your child, and I'm not saying that because they, they always have that respect, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So my children, they know that I'm mom. I'm going to always give them parent advice. Um, and so my kids really do. They, they, I won't say they come to me about everything, but they do call me about a lot of stuff because they value the opinion and the outlook that I have. And when growing up with my kids, I always wanted them to know that I was friendly and that I was a safe place. And so when they would come to me with issues or if I found out things about them, I didn't always bite their heads off because if I bit their head off and if I reacted in a certain manner, they weren't going to tell me anything else. They weren't gonna ask me anything else. And because I remember being a young person, and I think sometimes adults forget that they were youth and that they also went through this and that they also needed understanding and grace when they made stupid decisions and mistakes. And so sometimes we have to be able to transform into what our child needs at that moment. So if the child needs a friend right then and there where they can be vulnerable and I always told my kids, you can say whatever you need to say to me, how you need to say it to make sure that I understand what you're saying as long as you're respectful. Because they may not, you know, my youngest, he used to have a hard time expressing himself in words. And so we used to have a notebook that we would pass back and forth because if I let him write it, He could write exactly what was on his mind and he could tell me what he was thinking and how he was really feeling. He couldn't always portray that, and put that into words. But if I read it, I knew exactly what he was feeling because he was able to give me those words. And so it's really about finding how to connect with the youth. And so you don't have to be friends to be friendly. And that's how it is as a parent for these youths who, you know, you want them to tell you when they're struggling, you want to try to help them to keep from making decisions that we made or making a bad decision. But if you don't build that trust relationship with them, where they feel like, you know what, I can talk to my mom about this, or I could talk to my dad about that then they're not gonna come to you if it's always a reactive type situation. And then as parents, we get offended, like, well, why didn't you tell me? And the first thing they say is, I couldn't talk to you. You don't hear me. You don't listen. And so we have to really find out what is going on. And sometimes what's going on with our youth is because of what's going on with us as parents. And a lot of parents don't want to accept the fact that they play a part in some of the the decisions that their youth is making. Because we say a lot, do as I say, not as I do. But we know, especially in this fluid Generation Z, that even if they're in the home and we're spending this time teaching them We can have them for dinner. We might even get them for a few hours for a movie, maybe some interaction, but they are exposed to the world 24 seven. They have any and everything at their fingertips at any point. So even if you're spending those couple of hours with your child, there's too many other access points to them from Facebook to Instagram, to TikTok, to Twitter, to Twitch, to the gaming systems, um, just regular DMs. And there's so many other apps that we don't even know about. There's too much access to them. And so we can't block all those accesses by blocking those accesses. We have to block that access in the minds of our children. That's where it's gonna start. And when they get to a place to where they know who they are and they don't need to have themselves so vulnerable to so much, they will start making the decisions to say, oh, I don't need Twitter. I don't need Twitch. I'm not gonna answer these DMs. I'm gonna block this person. I don't really, know, this is none of my business. And they will stop carrying the weight of the world.
0: I think that that is extremely phenomenal. Um, the vision and the heart behind what it is that you are going to do with these young women is phenomenal. Um, so how can people connect with you um, if they want to be a part of
1: what you're doing. So they can go to our website which is more than my and they can go on there. There's a contact us link there and it'll send me an email if they're interested in partnering or if they want to be a a mentor or a volunteer. Um, Excuse me. And of course, you know, because we are just building, um, we are, you know, if you feel led and inspired, um, we would love to take donations. There's a donation page there and you can donate through PayPal. But we also have um, Zelle, which is the phone number to the nonprofit. Do you want me to give that?
0: Yes, please.
1: So the phone number for Zell is 704-819-7172. That's 704-819-7172 is the Zell number. Um, and then the Venmo um, is the email address, more than my pretty face one dot. I mean, sorry, more than my pretty face one at gmail.com. And the cash app is the dollar sign uh, MTMPFACE. So it's the more than my pretty face, but it's MTMPFACE. If they want to donate on cash app. So um, we have lots of platforms where you can give um, and it is a 501c3. So, um, it is a tax write-off. Um, you can use it for your tax deductions and yeah, we would love to have some volunteers and mentors. If you have an outreach program, um, let me tell you something that I'm, um, I'm really excited about. So through our program, one of the Things that monies will go towards is our scholarships, and so I want a scholarship attached to each girl who will become a participate a participant, and <clears throat> more than my pretty face. Um, so scholarships they can earn monies for their scholarship by doing outreach events, by doing community service, um, by staying on like the honor roll. Um, doing a work study. So we have lots of ways where they can earn money to go into their scholarship, which they can collect at the end of the year, or if they plan on being in the program over time, um, they can withdraw on it when they finish the program. So I'm really excited about that. It's just an additional incentive to encourage them to keep their grades up, to go to school, because, you know, we do have a large percentage of students who are skipping school or who have behavioral problems. So, um, it would just be another incentive to say, Hey, you know, you can just, you can make this extra money by just doing what you're supposed to do. Um, so I'm just, I'm, I'm just excited about the programming part, you know, um, And then at the end of the year, we will have a retreat where, you know, we'll take the girls away and have some serious just, you know, skill teaching stuff. Um, Just giving them an array of skills um, that they can take and carry along with them for the rest of their lives.
0: Well, this sounds like it's going to be absolutely amazing. I am actually so glad that you Um, accepted my invite to come on to talk about this Um, and I pray that it falls on ears um, that God will open up doors and so many blessings not just for the young girls but for you as the founder um, of this organization as well Um, and that it will just give you more and more opportunities to connect and, and, and grow and evolve, um, for however long God wants this thing to, to go. Um, and so I want to just tell you, thank you again for coming on and talking about more than my pretty face. Um, it is truly a phenomenal organization. Um, it's going to touch so many different lives just because you said yes. And I'm thankful that you said yes, because there are so many young women who will need what this organization will provide for them. Um, and so I just want to, again, thank you for coming on.
1: But no, before- thank you.
0: You're welcome. Um, but before I close out, um, I want to talk about another nonprofit organization as well. So folks you've heard from my sister, um, about the organization that she have that will help young women. Um, a friend of mine has an organization, um, for men who have a criminal background. It's titled empower him. Um, the website is empowerhim.org. EmpowerHim will provide entrepreneurship programs and life skill resources to rehabilitate and put men who have a criminal background on the path toward independence, success, and prosperity. They also have opportunities for you to connect um, and donate, uh, volunteer as well. A good organization. Um, we don't want people to be tied to what their past have been for them. And so here you have heard about two extraordinary organizations that are up and coming um, and opportunities to be a part, to connect, to donate. Um, it's just a phenomenal time. And so if you have an opportunity, please do so. Go to empowerhim.org or my, my, morethanmyprettyface.org and connect. See what is going on. See how you can be a part of helping men and these young women be better for their communities, better for their peers, better for their families at some point. Um, Just being overall a better person in general for themselves. And so I'm very grateful and thankful that my sister took the time out to join me today. But before I close out, if you haven't had an opportunity, my book, the second edition of my book is out. It's on Amazon. Broken to be or not to be. That is the question. Also, this platform is on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple Google, Spotify, Breaker and share it. Follow me on social media. You can find me. Um, The podcast is just is doing phenomenal things. God is doing amazing things. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. Um, Again, I'm your host, Robin. And I want to say thank you for tuning in. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you.